keep it hush hush. Keep it on the down low. Yeah, don't talk about that right now. Gosh. Shh. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta save it for the pod. Gotta save it for the pod key. Save it for the pod keys. <laughs> like, are we recording? Are we recording? Was I'll... we recording just then? Thank you. Smell much. Welcome back to Lady Blood Sing the Blues. Oh, we should do that for every <laughs> intro. Oh, wow. Listen to the smooth, dulcet tones. You have your girl. Sometimes be. It's Kylie Too Smart, baby. And we're here for another exciting week of what the hell is going on this week. What the hell is going on? <laughs> this, this week has been a doozy. I tell you what. Uh, yeah, there is a lot from, from, um, you know, can we, do we need to talk about the elephant in the room? Yes, please. Uh, you about to lose your job. Get this ass, huh? You about to lose your job. You about to lose uh, your job. You about to lose your job. Wow, you know what? She actually has a really fun Instagram page, and it's literally just the you about to lose your job girl is her handle. So if you guys want to check her out, she's hilarious. She's also come up with, like, different verses. So, yeah, she's she's killing it right now. Um, I love seeing all the videos of, like, people gathered outside the White House singing that song. It just brings my heart so much joy. Yes. 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 It's yeah. it's good. Uh, so congratulations to the United States of America. We Thank got rid of a fucking gosh. stale ass, orange ass, crispy ass, fucking Cheeto. Wow. It's a lot of ass. Ass and ass having. He does have a lot of saggy ass though. It's it's yeah. It's <laughs> but yeah, we we got rid of a nightmare, and so <sighs> I am so happy that he, that all of his. Sorry, ass worshippers are like, can we all play on a level playing field now? Because we get it, Biden won. Now we can all play fair. I'm like, not on. <laughs> Excuse me, out of all Excuse the terror me, for the last four years of y- all of you fucking Trump worshippers. I'm gonna say Trump worshippers. Warbershores. Warbershores. Those warbershores. Those warbershores. Uh, yeah, words. they were just. They were, like, calling us, like, babies, like, you know, making fun of the Black Lives Matters movement, discrediting any POC, LGBTQ, uh, indigenous, like, just discrediting all of those populations. They were and rude. Then, they were just rude as fuck. They were just rude as hell. And then shouting, like, you know, Trump 2020 from fucking public events to a Starbucks. Get out of here. Get out of here. And they would do it out of hate. It wasn't even something that we're like, oh, we're so proud of him. And thank God that he's going to level out the United States. Not uh It was just enabling all that hate for the last four years. And now they can all take a fucking back seat. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. All that and more. Um, but you know what? I got to say, like, I really uh, did love seeing our community pull together. Mm-hmm. There were more people that voted in like almost every other election uh just the massive outpouring of people that actually showed up to vote and like i don't know about you but i went to a physical polling place because mm-hmm. i think wait you voted by mail i voted by mail yeah. you voted by mail i went to a physical polling place and i went like after work it was uh like you know seven o'clock at night it was, it was really nice it was set up so well like, everybody was, like, so supportive, and, like, it was just, like, high energy. It was clearly laid out. 
they had enough I voted stickers for everyone. I actually got two I voted stickers, which like people were jealous about. I'm like, well, you should have gone to my polling place. It was the best. <laughs> my voting sticker got ripped off of my ballot, and I, and I felt like I felt like a moron. So what was funny is I went to a a local coffee shop and they had a bunch of like Victoria's Secret vote stickers. I'm like, oh, can I have one of those? They're like, yeah, you can take like three. Oh, <laughs> uh, but no, like. I'm glad that you had a good experience. Yeah. yeah. And it just reminded me of when I used to actually um, work at the polls in Pacific Grove for the election people, not not the, you know, not the other poll. Yeah. 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 And it was just, uh, it was good times, you know? It brought back all the fuzzy feelings and I was like, yeah. Just seeing everybody come together. I saw just mad different people showing out. Old people, young people. Hippie people, conservative types. Yeah, I'm I'm really glad for like the solidarity that came through. Like I'm especially proud of states like Nevada and Arizona, Georgia, Pennsylvania that they all like came through to make a change. Because obviously the the impact that was going on the last four years showed in this election. Like it definitely showed in this election how awful and 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 like enabling that this man like how he just caused so much terror on a social level and don't get me wrong i'm not saying like now that he's gone it's all gonna go away like it's that's never boys are still out there still yeah and a lot of us there's been a lot of fear mongering about uh around election time when like now that biden's been elected that like a lot of pent-up angry republicans are going to come out and really hurt plc people so like everyone again like stay careful stay cautious the fight's brewing try to walk away from it do your best um don't enable anybody's anger um and you know unfortunately as much as like we would try to make a lesson or a learning lesson out of everything sometimes not all situations call for that so that's true um but anywho yeah like fuck um yeah, my, my voting experience, I just made a, I did a whole, like, a little voting party, just me me and my, my boo thing, just doing a bunch of research behind all the propositions and measures, and um, and then also looking up information behind those who would be representing us, like, we did information, like, we did research about, about like, Ann Ravel and Dave Cortezzi, um, just so that way, oh, and Evan Lowe, just to make sure, like, all of our local stuff is in check. Yeah. Um... And then, like, after doing all of that, we just took a drive, went to a local library, and just popped it into the little, into the little, uh, mail-in ballot yeah. thing. Yeah, right in that slot. Just right in that slot. slid right in there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. a little pop. Boom, boom, boom. Wow. Uh, yeah, but how, ha- I mean, speaking of, like, voting, like, this week has been, and I mean this week, last week has been just a lot of, like, emotions. Like, I actually had to take a social media cleanse for, like, three days. Like, what was your week like? Um, yeah, I definitely, I'm not even on social media like that. I just, uh, I put that down. And I just tried to <laughs> keep my mind, like, off of it. Um, and I did, I definitely did a lot more meditations than I would normally do. Um, for me, it's, like, especially since, it's like, politics are being talked about, like, in my, at my job. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, not my job. It's everywhere. And I was like, you can't escape it. So, it's just, yeah, trying to stay level-headed. Did a lot of just 
Meaning, maintaining my own bubble, listening to a lot of music, nice showers, essential oils. Yeah. No, I hear you. I, I did, um... Hot cocoa. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I did something very similar. I, I, I guess the equivalent of your meditation is I, I did more yoga, uh, to get the body and mind together. And I, um... Definitely didn't touch the alcohol until, like, two nights ago. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Caught it. (laughs) Um, I wasn't going to do any of that. I just wanted to make sure, like, I was thinking things clearly. Um, I avoided talking about politics in the workplace. Like, if anybody tried to talk about it, like, I just walked out of the room for a second. Like, it was just something that I didn't want to, like, deal with talking about. Um, I put a hole in my face. Yeah, uh, I. <laughs> it was one of those things. I shout out to Body Exotic for always being responsive when I call. Um, I just hit up Daniel who works there, and I said, "Hey, I want to get a piercing on my eyebrow." <laughs> and he goes, "Okay, <laughs> okay." What yes. time? And I said, "Can it be four? And he goes, "Yes." So he we did the thing, and like now I have a new piercing. And it's so sparkly and beautiful. It's it's nice. It's it's fun. Like it's it's in a non traditional spot, and I really fallen in love with it, and I usually typically fall in love with all my piercings like piercings for me are kind of like one of those things like how people perceive tattoos like it's comforting Mm -hmm. yes but I don't want to put too many holes in my face (laughs) all the holes um I still you know I still have a front front lines job so I don't want to I mean luckily luckily enough my job's very lenient about piercings and tattoos but I don't want to push it you know um push it to the limit but yeah I I ignored Twitter. I know that, you know, our POTUS as a liar who, like, what was funny is Twitter was, um, Twitter was monitoring all of his tweets and, like, flagging them saying this is not the most accurate information. Really? Okay. Oh, my God. Well, so I don't, yeah, I'm not even really on Twitter like that. What was, I want to know, what was it, just bullshit about the counting or? Here's, here's my favorite tweet. I won by a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I won. (laughs) I won by a lot. I won by a lot, guys. It's oh been God, wonderful. The American people love me. The American people love me. No, he he said that he won by a lot and right I underneath got all the tweet. All the votes. I got the best votes. I got the best votes. Nobody outvotes me. Votes. It's been rigged. There must be a recount. But he told everybody not to mail in their ballots. So, like, he called that on himself, honestly. But yeah, like I've been avoiding stuff like that while it's been live because I didn't want this asshole to stress me out. But Twitter did us such a huge service by marking all of the tweets as this isn't correct. This is inaccurate. But it hasn't even been called yet. This nigga is crazy. God, for real though. Like this, oh, it breaks me every time. I'm like, because I laugh and it's funny. But then at the core, it's really not funny that this is your president. And Twitter is having to model like what? Like I said, people worship this guy. There's no once you find yourself in worship of a person, and I'm talking about the population that absolutely loved Trump. Like you just had, there's no line of reason. Bruh, my co one of my coworkers, and I was like, huh, I didn't see it coming, um, because he's like a sweet guy. He's like overly Christian, just aggressively Christian, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, I, I try to avoid talking politics at work, but, um, 
And he was talking about Trump and I was like, I didn't realize he was a Trump supporter. And then he was like, well, black people support Trump. And he started talking about um, Kanye and I was like, yeah. oh. And then um, he brought up this music video. Um, I don't know, some black man singing some dumb song. But like in it, there's like a, a young black man next to him. He's wearing this shirt. It's like, I'm a, it's like proud Uncle Tom. Or, oh, and you know no. what I mean? It was just like a lot of coonery. It was a lot of fuck shit. And I was like legitimately upset by this video. And I don't know. He thought it was going to be like a joke. He thought it was going to be funny. But then when he saw that I was like seriously upset in the face, he was like, oh my God, like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. I was just like, you're not a black person. This is, this doesn't affect you the same way. But even seeing something like that, like... Uncle Ruckus is funny as a cartoon. Uncle Ruckus in real life is no laughing matter. Like, and it really does make me cry. And he was just like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, I really don't understand how, because like we are, we work for a nonprofit and it's like being, doing the work that we do. I don't understand how you could support somebody like Trump. I was just like, this is crazy. Yeah. Like he's absolutely didn't do anything to help enable good behavior at all. Like from mocking disabled people to enabling internment camps for for the Mexican population to enabling violence within the white population to POC populations like it's just it's unbelievable how this man is not a leader I don't give a fuck about any policy that he revoked or passed I don't care it's the fact of the impression that he put on the people who don't actively have their heads in about the policies 24 seven. They're like, you're the, you're leading a whole population that there's tons of people who focus on the petty shit. Yeah. No. And it's like, even when you zoom out from the petty shit, things that are like <laughs> gravely serious, things like, um, you know, global warming, for instance, that he's like denying happens, just pulling out. Yeah. He took us out of the treaty. <laughs> he took us out of the treaty. Right, for the that. France Accord. Like what is happening? <sighs> But anywho, um, yeah. I guess that it has nothing to do with our mental health and self-care check-in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. I can't wait for January 20th, 2021. Why? Is that your birthday? No, it's my birthday's January 10th. But January 20th uh, is when Kamala and Biden will be in oh, the White House. Oh, uh, finally. Yeah. Don't forget, finally. guys, like, this guy still has... Right. As much as we're celebrating now, I'm like, he's... You about to lose your job. He still has his job. You about to lose your about job is lose. the theme. Yeah. So like that's going to be you continuously, continuously um, anthemed throughout the remainder yeah. of the year. Uh, but yeah, say, say Biden. Say Biden. Say Biden. <laughs> ah, sorry. Um, I had to do it. Yeah. I, mean, I love seeing all those signs. It tickles me. Yeah. I mean, seriously, congratulations to Joe Biden and as well as Kamala Harris. Um, yes, Kamala. Like, it's, they're showing a huge stepping stone. Also, I really commend uh, Biden's speech about making sure that he serves all Americans. Yes. And really paying attention to all different communities, Americans from, like, by POC to the transgender community to the LGBTQ. Like, it's, oh, transgender is within LGBTQ, but, like, it's really important to really make sure that you're reaching out to those who, who suffer the most, you know? And so really proud of him with that step. Hopefully it's not all talk. And then same thing with uh, Kamala Harris, the same deal. Like hopefully she's not all talk, even though 
there's like, I'm on a teeter-totter with her right now, to be honest. I'm really happy that she is the first black as well as Indian American vice president. Of Afro-Caribbean descent, yes. Yes. Um, but also, like, her history with um, with her support with the police, it's, it's a little iffy, but hopefully, like, you know, now that she has this position now, that things are changing, um, and that she really finds ways to help accommodate the population that she has affected and maybe make, turn some things around. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm being very positive about this. Like, again, like, it's really... <sighs> Who in the hell would have thought that we would have had, like, a woman vice president? Right? 2021 is going to be um, incredible, I think, for representation. Not even just at, like the, you know, win for us ladies. Um, but, you know, we have so many other uh, places that are just popping up with, like, oh, what is this, record-breaking um, representation in the Senate. Oh, totally. Like, so many... So many states are having, like, their first senators who are openly gay. So many states are having their first senators who are living their lives openly trans, who are bisexual, who are people of color, women. Uh, like, it's incredible just to see how many people showed up. Even, like, even if uh, Biden and Kamala hadn't made it, some of the other strides that were being made, like, are incredible and definitely um, deserve to be recognized. Uh, Sarah McBride, Democrat in Delaware, made mm -hmm. history. She won a Senate seat, and she's the United States' uh, highest-ranking transgender elected official. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. And she's the first openly transgendered person to serve in a state Senate anywhere in this nation. And I want to say that I'm really proud of Hawaii as well. Um, they have elected um, their first openly uh, gay candidate, the Democrat, Jared, mm -hmm. was uh, unable to win for a seat for Senate uh, District 25, but Adrian Tam won. And it, his win is, like, especially important because he was running against a Proud Boy. Mm -hmm. And just the fact that Hawaii was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I was like, yes. From Proud Boy to Sad Boy. From Proud Boy to Sad Boy. I was like, hell yes. Fucking, uh... Like, there's just so many. Like, please, uh, if you have time, just Google and just look and see how this nation has decided to move forward. It's so impressive. Uh, I was like Lizzo, crying. <laughs> Lizzo had me crying on Instagram. I know, Lizzo was crying on Instagram. I'm like, girl, we, me too. Ooh. Same. Same. Just talking about, you know, we joke about things all the time, but really looking at setting a precedent in being there for one another and mm -hmm. making it more of a human experience. I was like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Civic no. duty. Yes. No, it's, it's seriously breathtaking to see the amount of representation, especially with like, not just POC, but like also like, like you said, with the trans community, with the bi community, with the gay community, like these are, and by the way, these are attributes that are within people that shouldn't have to be, like the leading how how should I put this? This shouldn't be something that applies to the job that they could do. Right? But yet we need to outline these these things about these individuals to show the best representation for our government, you know? Yeah. Um, like 
I'm always for like, show me what you can do. I don't care what you are. But at the same time, like, we still need the representation, you know? I mean, in a nation that has literally told you, no, you can't do these things because of who you are, just to see the representation that we have now of people who are, you know, reframing what it means to be an American Mm -hmm. and what the American dream is is going to look like for the future. Mm -hmm. Um... I, I think it's wonderful now. You, I'm seeing a lot of posts on Facebook about uh, people talking to their daughters and their sons and explaining why this is such a big deal. Mm-hmm. And um, just, you know, I my niece and nephew, what, they're like nine now? Mm-hmm. And now they're having the talk about racism and like this has been a crazy year for them yeah the pandemic (laughs) i I appreciate that the talk is about like this is who is representing you and like who they are and why this is important versus the talk that i had four years ago with my kids because four years ago i was a teacher Mm -hmm. four years ago i had to talk to my students who are all mexican and they were all like i heard they're gonna lock us up yeah. How you, a, a class of fourth graders telling you, does that mean he's going to come and take us away from our families? And I literally had to, like, drop the curriculum that day and say, he's not going to touch you guys. And then, like, futures later, like, in a couple of years later, there's all these internment camps, which are heartbreaking. Absolutely heartbreaking. And I felt like... I know this isn't one of my students, but it could have been one of my students. Right? And I was like, well, actually, you don't know if it wasn't one of your students. Or yeah. at least, you know, part of their family. It's- yeah, and it could have been part... Like, exactly. Like, it could have been part of their family. So, like, it, I... from To transition from that talk to this new talk, like, this is who's representing you. This is why this is important. Like, it's a step in the right direction. Even though I know those camps haven't been... Haven't been dismantled yet. Um, with what's been going on I have hopes that it will be yeah for sure I think we're definitely going to be moving forward in a more humanitarian way yeah let's live up to this uh you know idea that we have of ourselves that we are the land of the free and you know that we do stand for liberty and justice and freedom for all and equality and um I really think that how we are moving forward now is going to put us on a a long-lasting trajectory for the future. I think we're kind of... America in general is at, like, one of those turning points where a civilization can either just crumble Mm -hmm. or it can reform and be better than ever. And I really think that we are ready for some reform. Yes, exactly. Um, So I think for today, I think what we're going to do is we're going to actually swap the, um, the agenda here and we're going to actually talk about black history and then go into nerdy and dirty. Oh, she's swapping the agenda, Swapping people. the agenda. Okay, so I want to talk about just a quick crash course on black women who have previously ran for president. Yeah. In celebration of our black uh, VP, that VP elect, since, um, you know, she officially doesn't come into office until January 20th. Uh, Kamala Harris. Kamala. 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 Um, so a list of black female candidates, uh, presidential candidates in the past. We have Charlene Mitchell, uh, who ran in the Communist Party candidate in 1968 presidential election. Funny, the year that my mom was born. Good year. Yeah, very good year. Um, so basically, uh, 
what's funny is like many Americans mistakenly believe that, you know, Shirley Chisholm was the first black woman to run for president, but actually there's actually been a whole list and it starts with, it starts with, um, Charlene Mitchell. Um, so I'm really glad to see that, like, you know, it's not just her. So like next up after her was Shirley, Shirley Chisholm, who was, who ran for the democratic candidate for 1972 president election. Next up after her was Barbara Jordan, not officially a candidate, but she did uh, receive a delicate vote for the presidential nomination at the 1976 Democratic National Convention. Woo-woo. Go, go Barbara. She's like, I don't know about this, but everybody's like, we want you. <laughs> 1976 was a big year for uh, women running, stepping up. You had Margaret Wright, also from the People's Party, candidate for the 1976 presidential election. Mm-hmm. Isabel, <laughs> Isabel Masters... Uh, looking back, party candidate in 1984, 1988, 1992, 1996, 2000, and 2004 presidential election. This woman was like, uh, if you mother don't vote for me, one of these times. I know. She was very persistent. It looks like that she was also, uh, she founded organizations of such as uh, Women Against Racism and served as a Minister of Education for the Black Panther Party. Hell yes. Yeah, so she was also part of a labor union uh, with Lockheed Factory, and that's where she actually became interested in politics. Uh, one of her um, one of her quote famous quotes is like, I've been discriminated against because I am a woman, because I am black, because I am poor, because I am fat, and because I am left-handed. So she knew that she had a lot of things working against her, but it didn't stop her from... Uh, doing her thing. Right? All right. Let's go on to um, Lenora Branch Fulani. She uh, was part of the New Alliance Party candidate in 1988 and 1992 presidential elections. Monica Moorhead, Workers World Party candidate in 1996, 2000, and 2016. So Monica was actually very recent uh, for the first round of 2016 presidential elections when, unfortunately, Donald Trump was elected. Um, so we have Angel Joy Chavez Rocker, Republican candidate in the 2000s president election. Carol Mosley Braun, Democratic candidate in the 2004 president election. Woo woo, Cynthia McKinney, Green Party candidate in the 2008 presidential election. Peter Lindsay, Party for Socialism and Liberation candidate in 2012 presidential election. And now Kamala Harris, Democratic candidate in the 2020 presidential election. So that's yeah. incredible. No, it's really incredible. Like, it's always been, like, a behind-the-scenes thing that, like, you know, there's... It's not like Kamala, Kamala came out of the blue and was like, well, I'm going to do it because no one has stepped up. No, there has been, very, like, very many women who stepped up and said, let's try to get this going. Let's try it's to get this going. It's been a long time going. coming. And then also, I want to make a quick correction. I actually was uh, speaking on uh, Isabel... I, no, Margaret Wright, not Isabel Masters. Uh, when I was talking about her consistency with doing the with uh, competing for the presidential election, uh, but for Isabel Masters, um, it turns out that she has had the most presidential campaigns than any other woman in history. So yeah, she's I was gonna been the say most persistent. She's just in terms of uh, fighting the good fight. She's been doing it. She's been doing the things. Yeah, but it turns out that she didn't. Um, campaign publicly publicly or make it in time for or didn't make it in the ballot for most elections uh masters is a self-described evangelist 
hope I'm pronouncing that right. And religion was a evangelist. Yeah, thank you. And religion, <laughs> I was like evangelist. I don't know. I was thinking of I'm, like Evangelion, like because yeah, we're yeah. nerds. <laughs> Congratulations! Yes! Congratulations! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Congratulations! That was the worst ending of any anime that pissed me off. Oh wow! Um, but back to her. Uh, she religion was a huge part of her platform. Um, the Looking Back Party was a short-lived third party that she was also in, and it, it was unclear exactly if it was stood or against Masters. However, talked about often ending hunger in the U.S. So, very good intentions, and like we're all facing in the right directions with like you know with our women who in representation here. I want to thank Thought Co for actually providing the article of making a li- of creating a list of different uh, POC women who were ran for president. So thank you very much for that information. So yeah, like it's been a it's been a whole ass thing. Like we've been in it for the whole time. Yeah. You know what? I think um, Black people in this nation are definitely making strides forward. For instance, Walmart no longer locking up all their black products. Oh yeah. Thank God. I mean, what the fuck was that shit? They were like, you cannot steal our Cantu. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Cantu was... Okay, between you and me, Cantu was weak shit. <laughs> Sorry, they can fight me later. It's fine. Wow, it's okay. Cantu, what, is like five something? It's like five. Like, that's how you know that it's not like legit, legit. Because real black products be like, oh, you want six ounces? It's $25. You want Miss <laughs> Jessie's Pillow Soft Curls? So the end. You want that mixed curl yellow leave-in conditioner? $24. You know it's bad when it's like more expensive than Paul Mitchell's line. The fuck? (laughs) Sips tea. Sorry. Sipping sipping from the mug. I I wasn't even sipping. I was gulping. Gulping. (laughs) No, it was really bad. Yeah, like I... I think I would get upset when it's like, oh, I can't find leave-in conditioner, and it's like the leave-in conditioner I would want was, like, too expensive. I'm like, okay, let me use Palmer's. And Palmer's wasn't too bad. They had this, like, really good coconut oil leave-in, and then it disappeared. It's like something about whatever, like, product that hits the line, and it's good for, like, six months, and then after the six months, it just doesn't work anymore. It's You're like, like, it's not cost-effective to keep giving you this really good product. So oh, sad. God, it's really sad. Uh, yeah, I don't know why Walmart did that, but they, they stopped locking the products now. It's now yeah. accessible to no, families they, they, without feeling discouraged Ask a sad ass Walmart employee who doesn't even want to work there. Yes. No, there, there was a whole, um, like lawsuit against them for discrimination because it was the only section like <laughs> that was locked up. Um, so now a lot of the stores have just reconfigured it so that it's just slightly more inaccessible and kind of annoying to get to it's like an old, its own little corner um but yeah whatever you gotta do what you gotta do to get that hairdo yeah you gotta do what you gotta do about that hairdo and speaking of hairdos have you ever considered keeping your hair up during sex you know what i lo- like to tie it up in like a little loose bun for that as you know slob on your nom Gets, you know, and now we're stuff. in the nerdy and dirty <laughs> segment of this podcast. Hello, and let's talk about hair. So a big pet peeve of mine is uh, we wanted to talk about some um, guidelines about hair and sex. I know this is a weird thing to bring up because you're just like, wait, hair and sex? I thought everybody loved hair and sex. No, everybody should love hair and sex. And no, I'm not talking about pubic hair. So if you have any boys out there that are still bitching about your pubic hair downstairs, dump them. Dump them. <sighs> Oh my god! So this is not about pubic hair. 
It's not this, about pubic this hair. This is about actual hair. So one of the things that inspired me about this is like I found myself in a situation where my hair was wet and I didn't want to do that. So we thought to create some rules. Which I think is funny because like it really just does depend. So please talk to your partner beforehand because for me, like if I'm giving a blowjob, I do want to feel your hands in my hair. But that's just me. I'll let you know too. I'm like, oh, you can tug my shit too. Like, <laughs> All right. Hair rules before sex. Number one. You're so proper. I know. <laughs> Make sure your hair is dry. The reason why I say this is because when you are doing the thing and maybe you're bottoming and you're just on the pillow and all that stuff and your hair is wet, your hair will knot up in the back. It turns into a rat's nest. It's not like sexy bedhead? No, it's not sexy bedhead because you know it's really irritating on wash day when you're trying to comb that shit out. True. You're it's, literally combing out another weave. It's hot mess head. Like, it's just, it's a ball of hair. It's just a ball of hair in your comb. It's a ball of hair in your in your brush. It's a ball of hair at the end of your shower drain. It's just a lot of hair just because of the implication of, like, all the friction balling the hair up into one little area in the back of your head. Okay. So rule number one. Rule number one. Don't be tangling my shit. Yeah, so... Just like I mean, if I mean, if you really want to do it when it's like wet, I suggest maybe staying on top, or doggy, or roll it up in a bun. Yeah, you do some quick braids. Quick, some quick braids. Yeah, or, and just like little handles. You know? I don't know, like if you guys ever had it in a bonnet. A bonnet. But if that's no. your thing, <laughs> I just be sorry. I just thought of like the bonnet chronicles, which is like everybody's grandma. <laughs> In her bonnet. <laughs> I mean, if that's your thing to do with your boo, like, that's your thing to do with your boo, yeah. and that's fine. Like, just protect your hair. Like, I mean, it's, we already have us girls with the curly, curly crowns. Like, we already have to deal with so much. Like, just take care of yourself, but always prioritize that you don't want to come out and make yourself sad <laughs> for the rest of the week because you made that one mistake. Rule number two. See if you can get a satin pillow. A satin pillow. Especially when it's dry, not wet. Yeah. Or, or, you know, a little do. I know we suggested the bonnet, but if a little a do-rag is a little better. Yeah. I mean, satin pillows just also, like, they go a long way. Like, they, they, they really help when you're, like, sleeping at night. Um, especially if, like, you have trouble with keeping, like, the bonnet up at night. Yeah. Gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> or ladies. Whoever. Yeah, just keep it smooth. And there's less friction. There's less friction buildup. And it will smooth out everything that's back there. So it's just, like, you know, do yourself this favor. Do your flavor favor. And, like, maybe, maybe, like, you know, rearrange those pillows, get some satin pillows, maybe one satin sheet, just, like, you know, make it fancy. <laughs> I think there's, like, silk, or I don't think you have to do silk, but maybe the satin might work out. Like, it's a little cost-effective. At least just for the pillowcases. Just for, at least for the pillowcases. Ready for three? Yeah. What's three? Rule number three, communicate before you grab... Oh, like I said, I'll, I'll let you know, like, yeah, you can put your hands in my hair. Because, you know, maybe there's some days where I don't want you to put my hand, your hands in my hair. So, but yeah, I'll let you know. Communicate. Ask. Don't just put your hands in it. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to apply to Kylie's hair. Hello. Oh, but like, sorry. <laughs> Was this not about me? Was this not about me letting uh, you, you also, know? You, you also never know, like, what, and I, I emphasize on she, like, maybe there's guys out there that wear wigs, too, but, like, there is a lot of, like, wig wearing, there's a lot of, like, weave wearing, there's a lot of, like, intricate do wearing, where if you put the hands in there, it really messes up the whole flow and the aesthetic that's going on. So, or like, even if you're wash and go, 
because maybe um, I'm really happy with what my curl pattern is doing, and I don't want you to disrupt it. You yeah, know? just just like make sure like you know you tease it, and then like maybe if you do a little tug, and then if they go don't, then follow the rules. Uh, <laughs> like, but I'm not approach trying to approach with caution. <laughs> approach with caution. Yes. 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 All right. Rule number four. Style choices. So speaking of style choices, like I said, with the wigs, with the weaves, with the bun, you know, um, I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and facilitate like what type of hair that you should have. But, you know, maybe if you if this is all premeditated, maybe putting in the crunchy hair gel is not the best decision. Oh, yeah. Texturally speaking. Yeah, it's not soft. Where you go to like look sexy and you take your I mean if you whip scrunchy it, out and it just stays it stays how it used to look. Oh my god, yeah, it's just it looks a little weird. Or maybe if you have the crunchy curls and you try to like whip it in their face and oh, it actually takes out an scratching. eye, like just so, just don't. I mean, like keep like do the hair, put some leave-in conditioner, shake it out, keep it soft. Like that's a good that's a good way to like you know keep it mm. nice and fun during things. But if you have like freshly a, tousled and not mangled. Tasseled but not mangled. Yeah. Yeah. Tasseled. Gentle tasseled. <laughs> but yeah, those are just some ideas. Like I mean, yeah, like Kylie was saying, like just don't have it in a crunchy, crunchy, like flat do. And then like when you try to take it out, it just feels like a turtle shell up top and like some soft some soft um I don't know, reminds you of like a sea anemone or something like that. A sea anemone? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> with a soft, gushy center? Yeah, with a soft, gushy center, exactly. The underside? The underside of the turtle, yes. <laughs> what? Well, not the turtle! <laughs> the turtles are hard on those That's what I'm trying to say! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, in the middle? How many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? Is what I want to know. Oh my god. Hard turn. Oh, uh, and then rule number five. Keep going if it accidentally a little piece gets in your mouth. In your mouth. I want to salute Marcus Prime off of Instagram. In your mouth? For showing that comic of homegirl giving a blowjob to, her, her, to her man's and like a little piece of hair shows up in her mouth. <coughs> the, you mean the curly cue of death? Yeah. The scratchity McScratcherson of doom? But she like politely took it out. Oh, she was a champ. And then kept going. And then she kept gawkity gawk gawk gawking. Yep, exactly. And so, like, I just want to say he read us all. And for filth. (laughs) For filth. And, like, I just want to say I'm very proud of you. So, yeah, just keep going. It's funny. Like, laugh it off. Whatever. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, like, if a little bit gets in your mouth, whether if it's, like, the downstairs hair or the upstairs hair, just, like, take it out of your mouth and just keep going and laugh about it. It's, like, whatever. (laughs) The downstairs hair. But your hair is so long. I just, like... (laughs) Yikes. The gag reel. <laughs> Gosh, just pulling out the longest. Girl, don't hair. put your mouth. Don't put my man's name in your mouth. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. Okay. Ooh, that celebration of whiskey, man. That celebration of whiskey. Okay, but yeah, if if it, if it ends up in your mouth, just like whatever, just keep going. And if you don't want to keep going, then you're a fucking child. Like, <laughs> like, like, don't be, don't be like that. Just like you know, don't let one little small thing that like happens to everybody like ruin the whole night as a whole. Just keep going. Just keep going. Yeah. Just had a horrible like. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Swimming, swimming. 
Speaking of animation. Oh, because of Nemo. Yeah. So going on the nerdy things, their little quick nerdy segment of the show. Um, some good news. PlayStation 5 hasn't deprived me from all the video games I want to play because, you know, that's how Sony do. But it turns out that Spider-Man Miles Morales is actually going to come out on the PS4 and it's currently on pre-order. You bet your sweet ass that I'm going to (laughs) fucking buy that game because I love the other Spider-Man. It was really good. So it's going to come out on 11-11-2020. Woo-woo. And I'm really excited, like representation miles morales latino afro latino latinx yes uh doing the spider-man thing um and like his design looks really 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 good so i'm really excited for that anybody who hasn't played the previous spider-man i really recommend anybody playing it it's beautifully done they really outline new york like really well um and like it keeps you busy there's a lot of side missions as well as a lot of like obvious like if you Keep going through the RPG. There is a lot of other things as well to kind of keep you busy through that game. So I really appreciated that game a lot. Um, other nerdy things. So I want to congratulate Sasha Banks from WWE. She is featured in The Mandalorian Season 2. Woo-woo! It's a big deal. Like, usually when wrestlers go surpass the whole, like, WWE realm and do other things, such as Dave Batista starring in movies and The Rock. I was like, The Rock? The Rock! Do you smell what The Rock is cooking? The Rock starring in other movies. And now she gets her big break in uh, The Mandalorian. So... I'm really excited for her. There was an interview with the New Day podcast that she talked about how um, how unbelievable it was for her to get that role. So I feel really awful for saying this, but I didn't want to watch The Mandalorian because it was on Disney Plus. I didn't want to pay for another service. But now that I know that she's on it, I'm actually going to purchase it. Okay, so I was going to say, I didn't know her from WWE. I actually know her from The Mandalorian, which I thought was kind of cute. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So I was like, who? I was like, oh, yeah, no, she's totally badass. So I, I was, uh, I love when that happens. Don't you mean she's a boss? She's a boss. She's a boss. She's the boss. The boss? Is uh, that like her thing? That's her thing. It's okay. Her thing. I was like, yeah, you know, yeah. is she the boss? Yeah, she's the boss. Oh, I think my favorite, my, my favorite WrestleMania entrance of hers is like she had Snoop Dogg actually rap her entrance one time. That's hilarious. Really, it was really fucking cool. It's a big boss move. It is a big boss move. So even bigger boss moves being on the Mandalorian. Yes. <laughs> and then the next thing I feel really awful about. I'm really excited for it. <laughs> So during the whole election thing, um, black anime Twitter went on a whole thing. Thank you, Destiny Senpai. Shout outs to Destiny Senpai, who runs the Getting Animated podcast. Um, There was a thing where we were all saying if Biden gets elected, we're all watching One Piece. And I also (laughs) pledged. And I have to start One Piece. Yeah! You mean you get to start One Piece. We get to start One Piece (laughs) together. Oh my god. Forever. I was not planning on spending my holiday with Monkey D. Luffy. And ever, and ever. Yeah, what? Yes, this is how we're going to spend it. I didn't want to deal with pirates. The only pirates I like paying attention to are Johnny Depp. Hey, I make a great pirate. Oh, you did make a great pirate during Halloween. Yeah, it was great. Net booty. (laughs) 
<laughs> but yes, I'm going to be watching Monkey D. Luffy become the, the Pirate King in One Piece. Um, right now, I just finished episode one, and the next episode, they're going to get Go Get Zolo. I remember the beginning parts of One Piece because I remember watching it as a kid, and then I didn't really like the animation. So I was like, nah, this is stupid. I'm not going to watch it. But now that I'm here as an adult. Now it's haunting you? <laughs> yeah, now it's haunting me. But I did promise, and Biden did win. So I'm over here. I'm going to say, like, I'm going to commit to 931 episodes. Wait, does this mean that we will now have, like, a whole One Piece section where you can do a mini catch-up for uh, every episode? I believe it does! <laughs> Please, people, tell her that this needs to happen. We need to know how the reactions go. I'm not making promises here. Make, them. Make the promises. <laughs> Peer pressure. Oh, I'm going to have to start another another vote. Since we're all in the voting mood, okay, we'll have a listeners, poll. if I should continue with this One Piece segment... <laughs> My reactions of One Piece with new eyes, with new virgin eyes. With new virgin... Well, with my completely virgin eyes, it'll be great. Oh my gosh. So yeah, this is what my next commitment is going to be. And another commitment I've been doing is I've been doing a couple of like video game revisits. So my video game revisit right now is Final Fantasy X. Um, it's been pretty good to play through. A lot of nostalgia um, since when I first bought a PlayStation 2, the first game that was included was Final Fantasy X, um, as well as Kingdom Hearts. So it was really nice to kind of, it's really nice to play through X right now. I am, where am I? I'm at, I'm probably at the last quarter of the game where I have some time to do some side missions and then like I'm right before the final Aeon battle. Um, I just got Yojimbo as a summoning and I'm working on trying to get Anima as well as the Magus sisters. Um, but other than that, like, yeah, it's been cool. Um, a lot of the, the overtones speak a little bit louder, uh, since there is a lot of, um, I would say religious, um, religious misleading, uh, with the populations like, you know, Spira as well as Yu Yavin and, you get to meet, like, the Albed, who are just anti-religious, and so, like, you get to see a lot of the dynamics of the characters, of those who are kind of misled by their own religion, um, and then you learn that the Faith have been dreaming about fake characters, or not fake characters, but dreaming of these characters to help save them. Should we have put in a spoiler, like, a spoiler I mean, this alert? game was made, like, almost ten years ago, so it doesn't matter. You don't know? What, you just assume all of our listeners are grown people? They could be. But let me ruin the game real quick. I do not like Yuna. <gasps> Why don't we like Yuna? I like, I don't like Yuna because she's, like, the very naive, like breath like every time she talks it's very breathy Ooh. like she's like i i'm so sorry <sighs> I, I don't know how to do this Ew. how dare you oh, seymour just... you're a bad person like it's just it's a lot of like okay you and i get to the point can you please like you know get slapped in the face so she, so you can toughen up wow look you used to be a yuna no <laughs> Like, one time Seymour, who is a character in the game, who she had to have an arranged marriage with, uh... Jesus. Like, yeah, it's a lot. Uh, he comes out, and he's like, yeah, the Ronso came out and threw themselves at me, and, like, here I am, I kicked their ass, and I'm still alive, even though I'm kind of dead. And then, like, instead of being like, I'm gonna kick your ass, she goes, I don't understand you! And he just <laughs> fucking lost it. I'm like... Okay, you know, guess what? In this battle, you're not fighting because you're useless right now. No. Oh, poor Yuna. Oh, my God. I, I tried to stand for you, girl. It didn't work. I know. So, like, I just don't... Like, every time there's a Final Fantasy 
Final Fantasy game, I just never liked the white mage characters because there were always these characters that are like... So prissy and delicate. Prissy and delicate and like they say all these weird things and I'm just like, that doesn't work in real life. Like for the longest time, <laughs> I didn't even like Aerith from Final Fantasy 7. Oh god! I still haven't gotten over what they do to Aerith. I could get over it because I didn't like her. She was just so annoying in 7. I mean, she was they also made, like, just such as such a big deal about her and then it's like, seriously? Okay. Alright. No, it's fine. I get it. But, like, Aerith was just, like, really annoying, and she was all up in, like, Cloud's grill, and I'm just like... All up in it. I'm like, can you just, like, stop, like, right now? Like, your behavior is uncomfortable. No wonder, like, I'm, like, a Tifa (laughs) stan and not an Aerith stan. But I'm not gonna get into, like, which stan am I in, because, like, it's just... Like, I know the Final Fantasy community gets, like, really bent out of, like been out of shape about it like what do you mean you hate Aerith I'm like oh my god here we go I don't even like the fact that I'm calling her Aerith like I like, Aerith yeah, it's supposed to be Aerith but now like the game calls her Aerith and so like I guess I have to start saying Aerith anywho <laughs> um that's my quick rant about yeah. Final Fantasies okay but like, I guess after Final Fantasy 10 I cash swears that I need to start Final Fantasy 6 which I'm more than happy to do for um, the story hmm for the story? For the story, yeah. I think that's the one with Kefka. Um, or, Ke- yeah, Kefka. Like, he apparently is, like, the the top villain of all of the Final Fantasy, se- like, Final Fantasy series. Like, he even tops Sephiroth Ooh. and the whole thing. So, like, I... I would pay I to watch check- that. Yeah, I'm actually curious. There isn't any remake for it, so it's going to be a little dated for me, but I think it'll be fine to play through. Okay. Sounds fun. I look forward to uh, hearing the updates on the topage. Of Sephiroth. Because he's, you know, always seemed like an extremely top daddy to me. I love Sephiroth. Sephiroth is, like, one of my favorite mis- um, misguided characters. Misguided? Look, let me try to save a nigga. <laughs> he's a misguided character! He is very misguided. Alrighty, so last but not least, we're, since we're coming down to a closing parts of our podcast, we I want to provide the Big Move Monday to everybody who voted. Oh my gosh, good job, guys. Congratulations. On a serious note, like, no, seriously, like, I'm really happy that people got up and vote, whether if it was in person, a mail-in, I heard that people did it digitally. I heard people had to travel back to their hometowns to vote because something went wrong with their registration. So kudos to you guys for putting in the effort to make a change that you want to see for your future. So thank you so much. Sincerely. Thank sincerely. You. Yeah, yeah, sincerely. Um, and then don't forget to find us on SoundCloud and Facebook as Lady Blurred Sing the Blues. Listen, like, and follow. You can find our catalog of new and old episodes through there. We're also on Instagram as Lady Blurred's Podcast. All episodes are published on Mondays unless otherwise stated. So we're looking forward to seeing you next time. Make good choices. Bye! Choose good <laughs> idols. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>